You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. Kicking things off with uh, the ever-entertaining David Shapiro of Sassfin. Good evening, David. Thanks so much for the time. Um, what happened to the markets today? Sea of red, I noticed. Yeah, down 1%. I think it was expected. Weakness right across the board. That doesn't mean there weren't any gainers. I think uh, probably in the region of 60-40, 60 losers to 40 gainers. But it was expected, I think, after last night in the U.S., there was bound to be some fallout. Uh, although I must say that uh, just looking at the market now, U.S. markets are picking up, which I think is a very, very strong sign. I'm just looking at the Nasdaq's up about a half a percent and the S&P. You know, after um, Jay Powell came out guns blazing yesterday and uh, uber, uber bearish, should I say, or uber hawkish, um, I thought we were in for a period of uh, big selling. But the markets have held up, so probably a good sign and we'll maybe make up what we lost today, tomorrow, or some of it at least. Mm. I think I think Jerome is um, he, he doesn't know what to do with his life and he's just very bored at the moment and he <laughs> likes the excitement that we get when he says things and the rest of the world panics I mean le- speaking of the things he said I mean he, he came out with a very hawkish stance to say yeah. the, the they're going to increase interest rates yeah. or they could potentially do a, a steep round of increases mm. and that sort of thing and that's never good for emerging markets it's never mm. good for the for the global economy um, and I think most importantly for the RAND and I, I want to get your mm. thoughts on this now the, the RAND is breached a critical level against the dollar. We'd struggled mm. at that 1850 level. We didn't breach mm. it uh, too much on the back of the budget speech. We didn't breach it too much on the back of yeah. the gray listing, on the back of the cabinet reshuffle. But the moment Jerome Powell came out and spoke, it, we went straight to 1870 mm. at some point today. Mm. I, think, I think it's a combination of a number of factors. Uh, I think a lot had to do with the dollar. Although, Jimmy, I must tell you, if you look at uh, U.S. bond rates, they're starting to ease back, other than the short-term, the two-year rate, mm. which is still strong. But we didn't see a knee-jerk reaction in U.S. bond rates, you know, which would normally be the reason why the dollar went stronger. Um, the dollar did go a little bit stronger, but I think also a lot had to do with our GDP numbers, which I think shocked people. And it's beginning to get reflected in local stocks. You know, people are getting decidedly nervous about the numbers. And I think it's not even that companies are, companies are doing well under the circumstances, but those circumstances are tough. And we're starting to tote up what, or tot up what, uh, uh, you know, load shedding's cost us. And it's costing corporates a huge amount of money on top of inflation. So I think there's an element of both the strong dollar and concerns about, uh, you know, where we are, what's happening to this economy. But we are where we're now at about 1851. So we're still at that level, which is a, a frightening level if you're thinking of bringing anything in from overseas, you know, or, or going on a trip in June or July when most South Africans decide to go on their cruises around the Mediterranean. Mm. But, but then, how do we stabilize this? How do we? Where does where does the hope lie? Because, like we said, when we when we got the the cabinet reshuffle, when we got the mm. budget speech, when we got the the grey listing announcements, whether the announcements related to South Africa were positive or negative, the the response was fairly muted across um, everybody reacting to the rand. It seems as though our problems are greater than uh, what we can contend with at the moment, and the market is just pricing that in. I think so. I, it's, it's exactly that. You know, we made up of a number of businesses. And uh, what does hold up are certainly the offshore businesses. They're holding up much better than the 
perhaps SA Inc. Uh, you know, South African Inc. And um, I, I, I'm just concerned that somewhere down the line, um, you know, we're going to have a watershed moment with some of the banks and retailers, you know, as they as they actually try and hold out against uh, what we're seeing economically here. We've got to get, you know, I hope the new Minister of Electricity does his job. He's come out fighting. He's very keen. He wants to go and find the extra amount, you know, the extra kilowatts. And uh, I think, you know, psychologically that will make a big difference if we start to get positive announcements in that area. Mm. But uh, at the moment, the mood is gloomy. Uh, people are, 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 are strained and they're angry. But um, look, um, to be fair, our market is, is, is still holding up pretty well. You know, we haven't seen any major falls. We haven't seen any major failures of companies. And uh, the results might be slightly off what we expected, but they're still pretty strong. And if you do a bit list, if you do a bit core, if you look at most of the companies that have come out, they're pretty, you know, they're okay. I think they're doing pretty well. Mm. And I mean, the, speaking of the, the resilience that we're seeing in the market, mm. I mean, since the start of the year, we really, we breached that 70,000 points mark and we yeah. really ha- haven't come down su- sustainably below that. The top 40 is also holding above that 70,000 points mark, just showing that um, even amidst all of this turmoil, the, the equity side of things and the emerging yeah. market picture for South Africa still is positive. It is. And you know, you know it's, I mean, we, if, you, if you want to look at some of the businesses that are, um, are holding up, I mean, you've seen, an, yes, it's not a South African company, but that's uh, uh, Richmond, which is up, I don't know, in the region of about 30, uh, 30%. I'm just looking now, Jimmy, just the uh, year to date, we're up 7.5%. That's not bad. Mm. I mean, under these circumstances, that's pretty good. I don't want to value it in dollars because the, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep it in rands, but um, it, it's still a decent, uh, you know, it's still a, a pretty decent performance. But um, if, if, if you go into our, you know, if, if you go into the market, I mean, NASPERS, Process, all of those have had very good years. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the others that have, that, that have held up, but it, it's, um, I'll get it for you now. Um, you know, if you look at the Richmond, Hammerson, Supergroup, PPC, I mean, we've had some really good numbers. Aspen's been a good turnaround story, Bitcoin, Bitvest, all of those. Mm. So it, 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 it hasn't been a market in which you couldn't make money. Mm. You know, mm. that you, you, it, it's a market if you, if you chose the right stocks, um, you could have done pretty well. So uh, it's not all doom and gloom. And that's why I think, I think you've got to keep in touch with what's happening on on the ground, you know, what I mean, you've got to look for specific companies that are actually doing well. I'm quite bullish on the engineering side. You know, I think a lot is happening there. Wherever you go, you see trucks going around with solar panels. People are putting up solar panels. They're putting in inverters. You saw that in Bitvet's results. So I think if you choose the right area, a lot is happening in the mining sector. I know we've had a, a little bit of a tough second, you know, second half uh, of the year, but. But still, I mean, it's not that there's uh, no activity. And certainly in the building side, you've seen it from the building companies. Things are starting to turn a little bit better. So you can find pockets uh, in which you can do well in this market. Mm. And the market, I mean, as, as you rightly mentioned, the market's up about 7.5%, which mm. is beating inflation at the current standpoint. So mm. by all accounts, mm. if we remain on this trajectory, we should survive yeah. the year um, Barring any significant uh, inflationary <laughs> pressures that we see in any um, no. any interest rate hikes, I mean, 
on the interest rate yeah. forecast, I mean, we are forecasting that things are not going to be the best for, for quite some time. But do you, do you think we could potentially see a slowdown in, in that rate hiking cycle locally at least? I saw, I was just reading Nedbank's outlook. They think there's going to be another 50 points, mm. 50 basis points, and that's it. So, I mean, we built that in already. And uh, you can add to the list that I told you the banks have because they're very stingy. They're not lending. You know, mm. they're holding on to their capital. And if you, want to, if you want a loan, you've got to go on your knees and, you know, you've got to hog everything that you own. But, I mean, that means that you're going to get some good numbers, even though we can get very frustrated with the banks because they don't lend money. Um, they're still producing pretty good numbers. So, you know, if you stay with the banks, you're going to get, pretty, you know, decent uh, returns. Uh, but I think we're coming to that end. And I, I would say this internationally as well. We're not far away from the end. Mm. No, it, uh, but um, we, we need to do things here uh, structurally as well, when I say politically as well. You know, we need to build a little bit of confidence so that people can start to, to spend uh, uh, without, without going on too much. If you look at Nedbank yesterday, they're going to buy back 5 million shares, you know, or, or sorry, What's it, 5 billion rands? Mm, 5 and billion rands, yeah. And I'm saying, hold on a sec. This is a country needs money. You know, they don't want to lend money. And I'm saying, we need it. You know, it's committed. Everybody needs it. They mm. think, no, we're going to buy back shares. So <laughs> it just, all, 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 all I'm trying to say to you, you need the confidence. Uh, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm saying this tongue in cheek, but I mean, you need the confidence where Nedbank will say, no, you know, we're going to keep our money because I know we're going to invest it somewhere or lend it somewhere where we can do pretty well, you know, mm-hmm. where we can do well. So that's why I just kind of, oh, no, <laughs> just smirked at what they said. Well, let's hope let's hope the banks can find that balance because it's always critical at this stage. I mean, the, the financial stocks are going to be your defensive stocks in this yeah. time, and we know that they're going to be the, the sort of reliable ones to weather the inflationary storm. But if they come out of it and business confidence and businesses have deteriorated right. to the point where um, businesses are closing and people need – increased bailouts, that's not going to be a good picture either, is it? No, that's not going to be a good picture, no. But let's take take a look at the world situation as well. Mm. Know, just, just move out of here. I, I think we're going to see uh, things improving and keeping a very keen eye on the, the mining side. I know it's come under pressure and it continues to come under pressure. I'm not arguing that. But we've seen big falls in platinum. We've seen big falls in iron ore. That, that's going to turn around. You know, that will turn around. So just watch for some kind of support. I think it's also going to be an area where you can do pretty well. Mm. And you, you've seen, you know, globally, everyone's looking for lithium. They're looking for nickel. They're looking for copper. They're looking for what the other cobalt. So there is this desire. You know, things are changing. So there still is. Uh, you know, there's, there's going to be activity in that area. Mm. Not to, not today. Don't don't rush in tomorrow. But just you know, those are the areas that you've got to keep an eye open for. Yeah, and I suppose that's probably why Neil Froneman is buying up a whole bunch of diversified <laughs> <laughs> mining companies <laughs> and that sort of thing. He's preparing <laughs> for that. <laughs> but thanks very much, David. That's all we have time okay, for. That was David indeed. Shapiro uh, of Sassman just taking us through what's happened throughout the markets um, and giving us his sense of where we could potentially find pockets of. Good market uh, opportunities in these difficult times. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM market update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.